This is Damien. Before we begin, I want to let you know about Along the Way's live Instagram event on Wednesday, March 10th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, 4.30 Pacific. You can ask us questions, chat with us, hang with us, and then pray with us live on Instagram. Hope to see you there. brother Matt. And I'm Damien torres Patello, and welcome to Along the Way. Along the Way. We are uh, a couple days into Lent. Ash Wednesday was a couple days ago. And Damien, I think it's important that we talk about how we start Lent. Oh, like, what am I going to give up? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's probably good that you think about that, that we've already started. Oh, that's how I start. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I frequently fall into the trap of feeling very zealous around Ash Wednesday and then forgetting or falling off the wagon by about Friday. Oh, my gosh. Which is also mirrors Advent. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, like, the, oh, here it is. A good time to, like, reconnect myself to God and then, well... I didn't do it well. <laughs> That's right. Like, I think there's two temptations and Ignatius would say these are from the evil spirit. So there's two temptations. One, you can downplay it and say like, oh, Lent doesn't matter. I can just live like normal. And the other one is to like, take it too seriously. And you're beating yourself up for every little thing. Um, where do you fall? Where do you tend to fall on that spectrum? Um, so it's, it depends, I think, on what I did last year. <laughs> okay. okay. So if I... Uh, for Lent, which for me is always about the like giving up of something, right? So it's like, did I do something for Lent last year that was awesome? Like, I know one time I gave up red meat. Awesome. So then the next year it's like, how am I going to outdo myself? Like, no, what else can I give up? One-upmanship? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Or it's like, well, Lent is 40 days. I got time. And then... It's day 39, which is like Saturday, <laughs> Easter vigil. <laughs> I've done nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I think I, I can be on one side or the other, depending on the year also. Um, but I, I want to point out to us and to our listeners that that isn't from God. <laughs> Neither of those things are from God. And so in this week's gospel, we hear that Jesus goes into the desert for 40 days and he's ministered to by angels. Hmm. And this is kind of the scriptural basis for Lent, that before Easter, there's this out into the desert experience. And so that's kind of the the aim I'm taking is like, what is going to help my relationship with God this Lent? And how can I intentionally do more of that? And what is maybe getting in the way that I can do less of? And not getting in the way like distracting, but maybe getting in the way in terms of like an unnecessary fluff. Yeah. No, the thing that could distract you from from well, I would say like I would say in essence, kind of like I used to be a smoker. I used to smoke, 
this is not something I gave up for Lent, but kind of getting to your point, right? Like, what is the thing that distracts me a lot? At the time, it was smoking. Like, if I got stressed out, if I wanted a distraction, if I wanted to avoid something, let's go have a cigarette. <laughs> let's just do this thing that, that doesn't keep me focused. Well, then when I gave up or quit smoking, then my I had to focus when and keep myself planted, whatever is I, whatever it was I was doing, because I had no other way of, of escaping it besides just leaving the room or whatever it is that I was doing. So in a sense, it's kind of like that. What is keeping you, at least how I'm interpreting it, I think, how, what is that, I, what is it that I am doing that is keeping me from my focus on God, my turn That's right. towards God? What is keeping me from doing that? And can I sacrifice that for 40 days so I can focus my attention on God and this time in in preparation for the Paschal mystery that's going to unfold. I think there's a great connection to the kind of the 12 steps and AA of like, there's a certain powerlessness if you, with behavior change, right? I'm sure when you first, first stopped smoking, there was an uneasiness in your ability to do it. And also maybe like that this habit had been too strong. And so I think in Lent, we're invited to kind of step back and assess where are we at mm. and what do we need help with? Because I think that like if God isn't part of the equation in Lent, then we're not doing it right. Like if um, going without meat or whatever is what we're called, what we feel invited to, um, is God filling that void or is our ego that we're so proud of ourselves for having done it? Or is it the requirement, right? Yeah, like, right, right. <laughs> Which this is, is very, what we do for Lent. Catholic, very Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and I think that's I think that's a great framework um, incorporating this week's scripture of praying about maybe what what is ministering to us. Who are the angels in our life that are ministering to us during Lent, um, and how can we step away from the norm to get ready for for Easter? Which I think takes the the heat off, takes the pressure off of the rules or the having to do it so well. That's right. If it's more in conversation with our relationship with God and our relationship with each other. That's right. And I would say that that those ministers, those angels um, for Lent who are ministering to you are probably the same people that are ministering to you in your entire life. Like for me, who comes up for me are my two friends, my two of my best friends who I met in college, Miranda and Elizabeth. Um, How are they my angels? Have they ministered to me through my entire life before I entered this, the Society of Jesus, I had a, a battle with the Catholic Church of like, do I go? Do I not go? The issues I may or may not have had with it. And they always asked me, did you go to church today? Did mm-hmm. you go to church last Sunday? Um, did you pray today? It was just in a small little reminder. Those are my ministers always reminding me to turn towards God, even when God was the furthest from my mind. They always wanted me to turn towards God. And by those small reminders, those small gestures, um, is what I think is what kept God alive for me so that when it was the time, God's time to invite me back into the church or for me to actually go to the door that God has always opened for me, um, I was ready. Um, but it was because of those little moments of ministry that my friends gave me. I love that. And I think what I like about that is there isn't any judgment there. There's just, a, there's an inquiry. Yeah. I've noticed frequently the people in my life who hold me most accountable are non-religious or non-practicing or whatever, is that yeah. you and I have agreed to this lifestyle and and they are checking in about how the commitment that you've made is going. And I think that's really cool. Um, 
because I experienced the same thing. I feel when people ask me about that, how's your prayer going? Or like, what was your retreat like? It really invites me to share. And and it's maybe not the world they're most comfortable in or, but sometimes outsiders have the fresh perspective to, to ask those questions. It is, it is. And you know, I just, when you were speaking, what also came up for me was this, this podcast, you and I, um, we've known each other for almost nine years now. And I think every year we have asked each other, what do you want to do for Advent? What do you want to do for Lent? And we've always done something because we've, haven't lived together since um, our first two years in the Jesuits. So it's always been across miles and it's always been, what do you want to do? It's usually a book or something that one of us had made up. Um, but it was a way of staying connected. Again, a minister, an angel who is keeping us, keep, who's kept me from keeping myself turning away from God. Hmm. Um, those small things. I just think it's kind of cool now that I've just had a moment with that. What, uh, so speaking of which, Dee, what are you going to do for Lent this year? Well, so I have gotten into the practice of of adding something instead of taking something away. Um, and so this year, um, I have uh, am going to read the book, Me and White Supremacy. Um, it is, I guess it's like a workbook. It, co- it comes with a, a journal too, which I also have. Um, I am, if you haven't, if you don't know who I am or what I look like, I am a person of color. I am brown. <laughs> and so um, I have been looking for for books about white supremacy, about anti-racism that are relevant for people of color, because most books are for for white persons. Um, and I have talked to my friends who are color people of color, and they have recommended this book. So I've had it on my shelf, and there was this tug in me that I needed to read this. And I had a plan that I was going to do it over Christmas that I never did, and it just kept on pulling at me. And then I'm like, you know what? This is probably what I need to do for Lent, is to start reading this book and praying through it all through Lent. So that, that's what I'm going to do. Awesome. Well, I look forward to checking in with you about it and how that's going. How about you? What are you going to do? Um, I always feel an invitation to pray more. Um, I like the liturgical season to pray. And so I think I mentioned last time, I'm going to be praying night prayer, liturgy of the hours, um, kind of the official prayer of those, like monks and I mean, everyone, but monks mostly pray it. Um, so I'm going to be doing that every night. Um, I Twice this week, just by accident, because I was updating my computer and it took forever, I went outside and I prayed the rosary. And I really like that. So I think I'm going to do like a morning between class rosary, afternoon, evening prayer. Well, I think it's that time. Let's pray. All right. So settle into wherever you are, if you're at home or on a walk, let's take a deep breath in. Know that this is a new holy moment. This moment has never happened before. And as we pray with this weekend's gospel, about Jesus being ministered to. Damien's going to guide our prayer in the ways that we are ministered to. So take another deep breath in and let it out. What is the temptation you are feeling as we begin Lent? Is the temptation to make Lent too serious? or perhaps too light.
Would you judge yourself as a failure if you mess up once? Or are you tempted to feel defeated before you even begin? Who are the people that support you or challenge you to live an authentic life? Jesus was ministered to in the desert. Who ministers to you? Or who can you reach out to in your day to day? Now talk to God, as your friend, about how your desires for Lent this year will unfold. And ask God what God wants for you during Lent. Take a deep breath in and let it out. Join us again next week as we settle ourselves into the second week of Lent, anywhere podcasts are found. And we'd like to thank Eric Clayton and Mike Jordan Lasky for their help producing along the way. Special thanks to our pal Padre Gotuma at On Being for suggesting the name Along the Way, which comes from St. Mark's Gospel. And remember, God loved you first. Go forth today and live our life as a response to that love.